0: Hi,
1: this is Nicole De Silva, and you're listening to The Slot. Hey, welcome to The Slot. It's disclaimer time. There's going to be swearing and there are going to be spoilers. So if you've got kids around, pop us in your ears. And if you don't want to hear any spoilers, go away, watch the show and come back later. We're always going to be here and we're always going to be free. We're not associated with Wentworth, Fremantle or Foxtel. We're just some fans talking about a show that we love and our opinions are our own. Stay Slotty.
2: Hey everybody, what's up? How you doing? It's Hannah from The Slot. We're back. I know you guys missed us. It's been a while, but you know, that's life, right? So, it's been we too long. Yeah, it's been too long. So here I am with my good buddy Al and say hi. Al. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to talk about a wonderful experience that happened not too long ago. I just came back from Melbourne, Australia, and I had attended our very first screen star events in melbourne yes we should say i'm yes
1: very jealous i'm very very jealous
2: and in addition to that i got to meet the beautiful nicole de silva and of course a meeting with daniel cormac who i've met before
1: and as always she's awesome tell us about melbourne the city as as a whole it was beautiful it was very beautiful and the weather was perfect Perfect for me. So they just had just before you went out, there was all the fires and stuff, and yes. actually that influenced like a, quite a few people's decision to travel and not to travel um, into Melbourne because the air quality. And then they were hit by like flooding. Yeah, yes. So when you were there, was it like quite rainy or?
2: It was on and off rainy, cold and hot. It was kind yeah. of like England
1: weather. Well.
2: I yes, mean,
1: you travel all the way to Australia and get English weather, I'm sorry.
2: I know. But it was still nice, though. It was always warm.
1: Tell us about the venue, then.
2: So the venue was the Melbourne Exhibition Centre. And okay. it was in the heart of the city. Very nice place. Um, I think they have a lot of other things that go on there. And mm. actually, they have uh, an eatery there. You can eat there. They have many, you know, toilets there that you can use. They oh, have, have a good toilet. Vending machines that, in case you lose a charger or or something, they have it, which I thought was amazing. That's such a good
1: idea. I've never
2: seen anything like that before. I'm like, what? Wow.
1: So this is the Saturday event, which was Nicole, and this is her first yes. ever fan event
2: very first
1: this is huge for nicole and for the the whole fandom this is this is huge so um what what was she like what happened just yeah i want to know everything
2: she was nervous as hell let's put it that way she was kind of like how Susie porter was in the beginning she was very reserved and laid back and you could just see that she was like oh my god what are these people gonna ask me What am I going to say? I don't know how I'm going to manage. And I will say one thing before I go on. Ian and Tim did a very, very wonderful job.
1: They have worked so hard.
2: Extremely. You know, I mean, a lot of of people don't understand how hard it is to run an event. And it, 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 it takes a lot of work in the background that we don't know about. But I have to say, these guys did a very, very good job.
1: Was um was our friend Ginger John um doing...
2: Ginger the... John was there. And for the first time in history, Ginger John got caught off guard and he was red as a beet. Oh. I wanted to take the picture <laughs> so that I could blackmail him later. <laughs> but I was laughing so hard, I totally forgot to do it.
1: Damn. Bless his God. I love Ginger John. I hope he doesn't yeah, mind he us seems... calling him that.
2: No, I called him that many times. <laughs> and he answered me, so.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's coming from a place of love, John.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Actually, he helped me and Ellen when we got lost for the future event, but we'll talk about that in a bit.
1: Um, so why did he get caught off guard? What happened?
2: Um, one of the fans asked a question, and I guess Nicole took it to another level. And it got a little sexual and I guess he wasn't expecting that from her because she was so nervous in the beginning and it just caught him off guard and he was like, oh, Oh, (laughs) and his face just turned. And I think that was a turning point when Nicole started to just loosen up and be like, well, yeah, (laughs) you know, because in the (laughs) beginning she was kind of like, oh boy. And then she just like, hey, and then um there were two fans that professed their undying love for her and they both asked her out and she was like, Well, looks like I'm getting laid tonight.
1: And
2: <laughs> the crowd just went off and it was just a really nice time. And I have well, to say she that was so um, much fun. She was a lot of fun. She was happy and when she found out that there were some people from her district and they went to her high school. She was like, yeah, and then, they, you know, Aww. got into a conversation and it was and, you know, she relaxed.
1: What were the highlights of Nicole's q and A? I
2: I think some of the highlights were the fact that um, a few of the fans didn't know where one of the pictures came from in her. They had a little screen star event logo with her picture, but yeah. they had one, too four other pictures underneath her bigger screen yeah. star picture so they asked her what was that picture from it was from her old theater days that she okay. did uh christ almighty with robbie mm-hmm. and also with bernard bernard was in that as well bernard bernard he took he corrected me the other day <laughs> and he said just call me bernie
1: i'm like okay i love him i love bernie
2: oh yeah he's okay
1: no, he's a really nice guy. He's really he's nice the guy. Best. I
2: love him actually. Uh, I
1: love Jake
2: him. Stewart is a different story, but Bernard yeah. is a wonderful man. Wonder, I love him. He's just awesome. Oh, he's just he's so awesome he's guy.
1: He's such a beautiful person inside and very much out.
2: Yeah, very outgoing guy. Very good guy. Yes, and um, we'll get to him in a minute because there's yes, other we stuff will. I want to talk talk about, talk about <laughs> him. Um, so with Nicole, they highlighted that they. Mainly, the audience asked her more about her other works as opposed to Wentworth. Okay. There were like maybe two or three questions in regards to Frankie. And um, she dubbed in Danielle, stating that Danielle was the one that was responsible for her breaking her wrist when oh, it was yes. that fight between the, fight the two scene. of them. yeah. yes. Yeah. And she was. But she carries
1: on, didn't she?
2: She did carry on because she didn't know it was broken. She just thought, ah, it's a little sprain or something, and she went for a good whole week and a half or something like that, where she had a broken wrist. And oh when she goodness. found out that it was still hurting, that's when she went to the doctor, and the doctor said, "Oh, looks like you broke something there. It was a clean break." Oof. Oof. Yeah. Ow. So she had to come in with her cast and stuff, and she was looking all tough, feeling all <laughs> tough. The other thing that they asked about were her tattoos, if she wanted to have one, because Frankie was, you know, loaded with tattoos, and she Mm. said yes, she does miss the tattoos. That was something that she really liked a lot.
1: She had quite a lot of input into the design of the final tattoo, didn't she?
2: Yes, but she didn't speak about that.
1: Okay. Um, So that's what we can ask her when she's over in the UK.
2: Yes, we can, definitely. Barry. Yes. (laughs) I'm not Barry, but yes.
1: No, I'm. Barry. this is a call out for Barry. So one thing I wanted to say was like, you said that not a lot of people were asking questions about Wentworth to Nicole. It was yes. uh, about her other work and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. that. I really like that because we have to, there's a big problem across the entire world when it comes to celebrities, especially actors of separating the person from the character. And I think nicole hasn't been in the latest series of wentworth and i think p- the p- the fact that people are still taking an interest in her other work shows that they value her as a person and an actor and not just as frankie which i think is really lovely
2: i think so too mm. um they they asked her a lot of questions about dr doctor yeah um, th- i noticed nobody killing it in yeah i haven't gotten to seen it yet but i will um <laughs> They didn't ask her about what it was like being on stage again with Jenko. Because in case nobody knows, Kate Jenkinson is also in Dr. Doctor as Hugh's love interest or conquest oh, yes. or something yeah. like that. And um, it, it, it was quite interesting. They did ask her, what was it like to be with Roger Kortzer again? I forgot. Mm-hmm. I, I said his last name wrong, but he plays Hugh. They were also mates in Rush. in case nobody knows somebody did ask her what was it like playing with um katherine mclements i'm not good with names yeah so because she was uh in rush with um nicole and they asked what was it like and she said oh it was great and this and that and it was funny because on rush she said because Catherine is so serious they wanted to try and make her smile so every day they would try and throw out some funny joke to get her to laugh.
1: <laughs> Nicole strikes me as a little bit of a comedian.
2: She is. Somebody asked her who's the funniest on set. And did she, she say said, Robbie? She did, but she also said Katrina. Okay. And yeah. she said Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> she said. My bae. So after that, I got to talk to mr silva
1: okay big 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 question here did nicole become a slot
2: yes Yes!
1: (laughs) Gosh. so we have some exclusive slotty content from nicole yes we do yes so keep listening but we're gonna hear about danielle now
2: we're going to hear about the electrified Daniela Corma. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, it never grows old with her. She is just amazing. Can she I is just electrifying. say, like,
1: she is just a, such a wonderful, genuine person.
2: She is wonderful. I mean, I don't know what. I... It's, it never, every single time she comes on stage, it's something different. I mean, she's electrifying, she's captivating, and I'm not just saying that because she's my (laughs)
1: favourite. I have many favourites. Oh, I have, like, how many cast members are there? That's how many favourites I have.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And it's just like...
1: (laughs) So, but one thing I want to know, like, because this is Nicole's very first event, so we haven't got anything to compare it against. But we've seen we've both seen Danielle many, many times now. Yes. Was she different, um, in front of an Australian audience? Do you think that she Yes
2: she, she was Well yeah, because this time she she's stood on her home turf, more. isn't she? So Yeah, she's on her home turf. She stood up
1: Well, she's she, a New her but
2: Yeah, she didn't hardly the only time she sat was when John was asking her questions and actually it was quite limited. She wanted to hear more from the audience, and the audience did have a lot to ask. And again, they they asked her more about Wentworth, but there were other fans that asked her about other works that she did. Like she got presented an award for Best Actress as Lulu in oh. Fresh Eggs. In case anybody didn't see it, I highly recommend it. It's such a wonderful piece.
1: So I haven't seen this and I kind of embarrassed myself in front of Danielle last time. <gasps> um, Because somebody next to me in the queue was getting a Lulu photo signed. Yeah. And I was like, um, (laughs) I think I said... What's that? I haven't seen Fresh Eggs yet because you're in it, which means Lulu will probably die, so I'm not interested. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And that was meant in the nicest way of, I don't want to get into a show again that you're in, and then you fucking die. Did she laugh? No. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay, I'll repair the relationship. I <laughs> hope you do. I have this stupid condition. I think it's it must be a medical condition where if I like someone, I offend them.
2: Then you must really like me. <laughs> 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 oh, there like you go. <laughs> but yeah, but um, Daniel, she was great. I, she wanted to run through the aisles, but unfortunately they were a little crowded and there was nowhere for her to run around to greet everybody but it it was nice because danielle spent a lot of time talking with everybody and she's explaining how much she loves the intimate moments
1: yeah i love danielle for that she always spends a lot of time with her fans
2: she does and she's wonderful because you know what for some of these guys and i'm not speaking about wentworth actually i'm just talking about actors in general when we do when they do certain meet and greets for them it's a job Yeah, they're getting paid. Okay, here, take my picture. Here, here's an autograph. All right, I'm going. I'm getting my money. Mm. But with a lot of the Wentworth cast members, you know, they talk to their fans. They get direct with their fans, and I don't know if they realize that the fans really, really appreciate this to their hearts, and this is something that they'll remember forever. Yeah, you know what I mean uh, these guys they meet hundreds and thousands of people all the time so they're not going to re- remember anybody even though I will say Danielle remembered me oh, I'm so pleased
1: <laughs> well to be fair we have met Danielle a lot in the past year like I have I have seen Danielle more times than I've seen half of my family members okay. in the past year
2: That is no excuse because she comes across thousands of people.
1: And to remember
2: how unique we are, I'm quite pleased and ever so happy. My heart is full.
1: She's very lovely. Yeah, she's wonderful. I love her. So, um, big question again. Did Danielle reaffirm her slottiness? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, so I'm assuming we have some exclusive slot content from Danielle as well at the end of this. Yes. Amazing. You will have to marry me one day.
2: Well, we are technically married in a way.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. We fight like a married couple. So, mm. you know,
2: there's no need for formalities.
1: Unless you want a British passport.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. So. But I do want to see other people like Libby. <clears throat>
1: and, ta- and, <laughs> and Tammy. And I want Danielle. to see other people like, like my second fiance Bernard.
2: Bernard, Bernard, and okay. Robbie. But so, then oh, Ellen will kill me oh <laughs> like, I see, try to go for Robbie.
1: I will fight Ellen for Robbie.
2: <laughs> oh my god! You better get in line. I Sunday. want
1: them all. So you had a fantastic day with Nicole on the Saturday, and then Dan on the Sunday. And then yes. what else was in store for the rest of your Melbourne travels?
2: Well, actually, I made a slot out of a fan who didn't even know that the slot existed. Yes, her name was Helena, and Helena we become High. actually good friends. Uh, Helena actually was supposed to come over to see Nicole with her friend, and the friend something happened and she couldn't, you know, come. So Helena was actually contemplating not coming herself because, mm. in a way helena's like me i need somebody to hold my hand the first time i do something or else i'll just lose it
1: this is great because this is going to bring me onto a segue where like this is really important like a lot of people go to screen star events on their own and that's fine because we can convince and convince our friends to watch wentworth but they'll never react the way that we want them to so sometimes the best thing is to just buy a ticket and meet other wentworth fans so we are going to be doing some meetups before screen star events in the UK. So if if people are going on their own, they don't need to be completely on their own. They can come beforehand, meet other people in the same boat and go in together. That's right. Yeah.
2: And you can become lifelong friends.
1: Then what happened?
2: We went to the Wentworth compound, actually, I think. And uh, later on, we met up Barry for some drinks. Not realizing that he was setting us up to meet yeah. some wonderful people.
1: And some, who was there?
2: The first person to arrive was Smiles. And I the was lovely like, woman. Oh, Linda Smiles? What?
1: And she but, knows of the slot. She's yeah, she conversed does. with us on, on social media. So uh, what did she have to say?
2: Well, I didn't really get a chance to talk to her because she had to go back because, um, you know, she has kids and things of that nature. But well, she stayed and chatted um, with Barry. So I'm hoping Barry is trying to convince her to come over to Screen Stars UK. Because you know I'll be me there. Too.
1: Me too. Like, I so, love smiles and I love oh Jackie God, Brennan. She, I think she's brilliant. Me too.
2: She is. She is. She, and, um.
1: So, as somebody kindly pointed out on our Instagram live, um, I am obsessed with the, <laughs> Jackie Brennan's eyebrows. <laughs> um, and I put a picture that you'd sent me from Melbourne of Jackie and Kate Jenko, Um who actually I've just remembered I had a dream about last night, but we'll get onto that later. Um, <laughs> um, and she, I commented on that picture saying, look at this woman's eyebrows and tell me I can't do an entire episode on eyebrows. And she commented being like, let's talk about eyebrows. So Jackie, talk to me.
2: <laughs> oh gosh i'm sure she'll talk to us when yeah, that time kate, comes kate said
1: she was also up to talking to us so
2: well kate's always up to talking she and yeah. i actually um after jackie left kate came next and so she kate... actually remembered me
3: awesome. but she didn't remember
2: my name and she's like <gasps> and she wanted to call me s which i'm thinking slot but yeah, so she and I were talking about dogs and cats and I had to show her my Maggie. Oh, Oh, for fuck's sake. And she loved
1: my Maggie. And I
2: told her that I have another baby. Oh, it's like when people
1: show you pictures of their children, like you just don't care.
2: No, she cared.
1: No, she she pretended to care. She's an actress.
2: (laughs) That's okay. Well, she does it really, really well. (laughs) And I want to commend her for that. So then Miss Katrina showed up. I was like, (gasps) Oh,
1: One of the loveliest people in the world. And you know,
2: I didn't realize she was so shy. Oh, bless I her. No. She is very shy. I'm like.
1: Do you know oh. what? I think she'd be really good at karaoke.
2: If she's drunk, yeah.
1: I don't know why, but I, I really feel like she would absolutely smash karaoke.
2: Well, what I will tell you, though, is that her boyfriend was there. I don't remember his name, but the guy is hilarious. He is so funny. Oh, my God. But, of course, miss katrina is always so lovely and we do have a tidbit which you'll only exclusively hear here even though booma loves her monte carlos Mm -hmm. katrina does not she prefers tim tams
1: oh katrina is a tim tam fan yes Mm -hmm. I don't know how much of an exclusive that is, but I'm excited <laughs> about it.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? There's another thing. I, I was talking to some other Oh, good
1: luck, Katrina, by the way. You're going to be inundated with Tim Tams now.
2: I know. But the the thing is, is that the, we tend to ask like a lot of questions in regards to like the show and things of that nature. Yeah. But we don't know other little tidbits about our favorites. Like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite time of the year where's See, this is vacation why vacation
1: spot this is why i really want to sit down with like them like one-to-one or like two to one i don't care like just in a small group and just like get pizza take them and all. wine and just like talk about their lives in general not in a creepy ass like i'm a fan i want to know everything about you way but in a i just want to know more about you like as a person way
2: well, I just want to hang out just to drink and be mellow. Because I'm going to forget the next day, to be honest with you. A lot <laughs> of the stuff that happened that we... I don't remember. I'm sure it was good.
1: Well, like you I ride don't on remember adrenaline a lot. as well, don't you? I, I I, do.
2: I really do. And it's a lot of fun. And I'm a, I'm a mellow drunk. I'm not one of those crazy ones. I can hold my liquor just ask anybody.
1: Oh, mm. She can, yeah.
2: So Irish in me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well so you had Jackie Brennan, you had Kate Kate Jenkinson and Katrina Milosevic who last but not least
2: some guy comes walking in, is like, Hey guys and (laughs) it's Bernard (laughs) (laughs) I'm like What? What? And he actually remembered me. He's like, hey, oh. how you doing? I'm like oh. And he oh.
1: hugged me. I was like Oh, oh. He definitely oh my God. Won't remember He's a great guy. Me. He definitely No he'll won't remember you. me. He'll remember me. No he won't because A um I saw him before I was on testosterone so I look a bit different now. And B I think I spent the entire thing with my mouth hanging open staring at his wonderful <laughs> chest hair. Oh God. I love him.
2: He's a great guy.
1: Can you tell people what you did for me?
2: Oh, yeah, well, so unfortunately Al couldn't make it. Yeah, because of
1: stupid Australian government. Mm, Hmm. Things
2: happen. And so I know that Bernard is his favorite, so Mm. I decided to get a nice little personalized recording.
1: So I messaged Hannah. Um, when she sent me a, a picture of her and Bernard Curry, I said, you... Uh, what did I say? I need to scroll back because I feel like it was funny. You said you were jealous. No, no, no. I said something like, "You better tell him I love him or I'll kill you or something like that. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Something like um,
1: that. Which I, I wasn't going to sc- gonna
2: say. Oh, but I did say it. I said, oh, you know, Al is supposed to be here. He loves you very much. Can you please do this for me? He's like, yeah, sure.
1: And you sent me a recording and i couldn't load it but tell them what you sent me
2: oh it was just a personalized recording of Bernard to um,
1: oh honey so it he was not just here. he, s- he called me babe babe oh yeah he called me but he calls babe.
2: everybody, he calls fuck, everybody off. Babe. fuck off
1: fuck off it was just for me honey <laughs>
2: sweetheart
1: it was just for me it was just for me <laughs> We're now yeah. engaged. Buy your hats, everybody! Wedding in. I'm thinking maybe October. What? Yeah, we're getting married. His wife cool, doesn't best know man. yet.
2: Oh god, poor lady. You can lady. be my best man. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs>
1: so, um, Bernard, it's time you tell your wife. <laughs> Get that divorce <laughs> through. Okay, so I'm gonna let. Um, Nicole and Danielle play you out of this SSC Australia special episode of The Slot. Once more, thank you so much to Hannah for bringing us this content from Australia. Thank you to Barry, um, to Tim, to Ian, um, to John, to everybody at Screenstar Events and Screenstar Events Australia. You are all fantastic.
2: Yes.
1: Stay Slotty. See you later. Bye. Bye. So while she was over there, Hannah caught up with Ian from Screenstar Events Australia. And he may give us some exclusive news about future Australian events.
2: Well, we have a very special guest, as always. And we're speaking live from Melbourne. And we're with the lovely Ian Hayes. Haynes, Hayes? 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 Hayes, yeah. Ian Hayes. He is one of the organizers of Screenstar Australia. We just came off of a wonderful weekend of events where we got to meet the lovely Nicole De Silva and Daniel Cormack. So, how you doing, Ian? What's going on really, here? Really,
3: really, really well.
2: That's good. That's I'm glad.
3: Really, really well,
2: yeah. I'm glad. And um, so, let's talk. How'd you feel? I feel
3: great. Yeah. I really do. I mean, before the events, I said to uh, Barry Campbell and Tim Gear, I said, what I'd really love after these events finish is the fans have a good time and the actors enjoy it because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And the feedback we've got from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram has been incredible and blown us away. Oh, it's been great. absolutely incredible. I mean, I don't think there's one bad comment. That's and good. that is brilliant. So That's all you can ask for. That's good. And that's so much good. positive feedback. So that's been fantastic.
2: That's good. Yeah. yeah, so since this was your first event, where were the fans from? Do you know, like, a location? Oh,
3: look, we were absolutely amazed from everywhere, from Holland, from uh, America. the States, California, from England. UK. Yeah, UK. Yeah. Japan, I believe. Yes. There's one lady in particular that came down, came to get her um, autograph, and she crouched down. And she said to Nicole, thank you so much for an inspiration for me, or, or something along those lines. And it was very emotional because... Uh, Nicole moved forward and was just so sincere and lovely and beautiful. Whatever she said, I wasn't sure, but it was really, really lovely. Oh. And it was such a and touching moment. It really And there was a lot of that too. Uh, Danielle and Nicole gave so much. Oh, it was incredible. I can imagine. Beautiful. Yeah, they're all, wonderful. all the levels. They were amazing.
2: And just so you guys know, I happen to know that particular individual. Her name is Etsko. Oh, right. Etsko san. Haji Michelle desu. Yogata. Omai, yogata. Anyway. She was the one who came all the way from Japan just to see these two lovely ladies. And it made her trip worthwhile because I did see her post on her Instagram how happy and how Screen Star Australia made
3: her dreams come true. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Lovely to hear. That's great. Lovely
2: to hear. So, So, tell me. Um, Are you guys
3: just going to be in Melbourne or are you going to go all over to have some of these events? Yeah, we definitely are planning on going all over. Uh, We have to test different areas. I think our next one possibly will be Melbourne again, simply because we've done so much research in Melbourne that it's just going to slot in really well. Oh, okay. Um, And we've got to look at where the actors are actually working and when they're available, and it just keeps costs down a little bit too. Yeah.
2: The other thing I want to point out, because um, everybody knows that I'm very notorious for getting lost... Melbourne is actually an easy place to navigate. Um, they have a wonderful tram system. Uh, the transportation. There are some trams that are actually free, so you may want to take that into consideration if you do come down here to Melbourne.
3: It's yes, it's, it's, it's it's good. It just seemed a really good fit yeah. for our first two events, Melbourne, and um, I mean I think the next. I mean I think we'd like to do them in Sydney. Mm-hmm. It's just a case of the demand, you know. Right. I mean, I've I've even checked out a small theatre. Um, in Brisbane, so right, right. everything's possible. It's just, okay. it's just that at the moment I know a lot of places. I've been in contact with nearly every venue in Melbourne right. and got replies from them, so I kind of know where we're at here. Mm-hmm. So the research has been done, and I've yeah. So I found wonderful. a few really good places.
2: Okay, that's mm. great. That's great. So the other thing is I wanted to ask you, because I completely forgot to ask Mr. Silva, was how did she feel about her very first event?
3: She loved it. Yeah? She really, really loved it. Yeah, they both did. But Nicole and Danielle absolutely loved it. And what they what, one of the things they really loved was a variety of questions mm. on all different levels. Mm. You know, it wasn't just about TV shows they work on. It was about a variety of topics, and they really loved that. Yeah. And I thought they answered them so well and took the time yes. to answer them well.
2: It was quite different from um, actually other venues that yes. I've been to. Uh, they would mainly focus more on Wentworth than anything else. Sure. But I did notice for this particular venue, a lot of them, they were more into uh, topics of what the women are actually doing. Like I think one question was about uh, Nicole with her work for the Women's UN. Yes. She asked her yes, question exactly. about that. And also, I think uh, another individual asked Danielle about her playwork. Yep. And um, uh, also the production studio that they have 411 they did ask them yep. a few questions. Sure. It was completely different from what I was used to. You know, sometimes there's a redundancy because you have new people who are coming in all the time and it it was it was very yes. interesting and fascinating.
3: That's that's kind of what we aim for. It's sort of it's a celebration of the whole career, not just one aspect of it. Mm. Uh, I mean, but I think fans came for different reasons which was great and they love that. Yeah. So it just goes to show that um, yeah, and they and what they looked to doing in the future, they get to talk about and promote a little bit. So that's that's also good as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's good. So wrapping up, I have one last question you're because sure. I don't want to take your time, I know you're busy. Um, what are you looking to gain from Screen Star Australia? Are you going yeah. to follow in the footsteps of the UK events or how, how are we going to play it
3: here? We um, were th- thrilled with the way the audience with format went. So we're going to continue with that for a little while and then we might mix it up a little bit, but at the moment we'll definitely just be sticking with the one actor to celebrate their career. So it becomes all about them. Hmm. Um, I think that that sort of, and that's the way screen star events in England started off. Right. And so we sort of our first event was events were quite big. So we might just scale it back a little bit, moving forward but yeah definitely but definitely stick to the audience with could we think I mean deep down we are fans ourselves and we have a bit of a feeling we think of what fans want they want to have a bit of a chat with the actor an autograph and a photograph and a bit of a Q&A and I think that's kind of what they want so yeah. we want to give the fans what they want really
2: that's great well, you guys, you heard it from here first, and we'd like to thank our special guest yeah, who has like something else to say. Else one to say. more thing,
3: too. I'd really like to thank Michelle and everybody else who's helped promote this because it's so important that we work hand-in-hand hand and uh, we'll assist you and you assist us, and then we work together and everybody benefits. That's true. You know, I think that's good. Yeah. It's great. And the people you meet, it's amazing. And that's, We've met so many more amazing people. That's in true. England, I met so many amazing people from those events. And this one I have. It's great. That's what we love about it.
4: Actually,
3: we had, a,
2: we had a very good friend. Um, her name is Helena. I'm going to give a shout-out to yeah. her. She was supposed to come with her friend, and then I think her friend got sick or something, and she didn't want to come because she didn't want to come by herself. Her personality is a little bit like mine because, you know, I need somebody to
4: hold on to. Yes.
2: And um, she came because it was Nicole. Nicole is her favorite. And, you know, me and... My other friend, who I won't name, but she's sitting next to me, but that's okay. Um, we saw her, and we just started talking to her, and we all just clicked. I love and that. I love she that. she didn't regret not coming. And it's funny because she wanted to come also to another event, but, you know, there were certain issues. Sure. But she managed to come. Yes. And that was great. That yeah, was wonderful. Excellent. I
3: mean, I'd also like to shout out to... Um, Barry Campbell, yes, who has been doing this Barry. for over 10 years, he's oh, probably yeah, moved yeah. into 11, 12 now, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I met him first in 2000 at a prisoner reunion, oh. and that's how we first met. And he's been asking me for quite a few years to assist him with this. Obviously we live in Queensland, Australia, so it's easy right. for us to organise things this end. And Tim Gear, who did an amazing job. Oh yeah. Organising okay. everything. So the three of us worked really well. We've all got a different skill level, skill set, I suppose you'd say. Right. And we worked together really, really well. So that oh, was important good. too. We all found that's our good. own little slot where we, you know, work best.
2: That's good. That's good. So you thank guys, you so much. Oh, yeah. no, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to come and interview you guys. And we are going to sign off. So thank you guys for listening. And we will hopefully keep you up to date on all of our ScreenStar
1: Australia events. Now it's the moment that we've all been waiting for. Now let's hear from Nicole Silver. Herself.
2: I am here with a very, very special guest. Do you want to know who this guest is? I'll let her introduce herself to you. Hi there. Do you guys know who that is? Of course you know who that is. This is none other than the Miss Nicole de Silver from Wentworth, Dr. Doctor, Rush, whatever shows that you're on. You know, all all the other shows. Plus, she is also now a co-producer or co-owner of 411 with Miss Daniel Cormack. So thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so happy that you're here. All of your fans love you very much, me included, of course. Thank you. And our friend Al, who was supposed to come, couldn't make it, unfortunately, but Al does send his love to you. Oh,
0: love love you back, Al.
2: So I do have a few questions for you about the 411. After Wentworth and now Dr. Doctor, Mm. What is, uh, what's your vision for 411?
0: Oh, we'd love to be making stories and telling stories that reflect uh, a more interesting Australia, um, that make, that also make sure that representation is at the forefront of of the stories, the kind of stories we're telling. So we're definitely working on things that will do that.
2: Okay, so I notice you do a lot of work with the UN's Women's Australia. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that you may use part of whatever knowledge that you've gained through working with them in the production of some of those movies that you will be? Yeah, doing? absolutely.
0: I think it all feeds each other, and it certainly is a drive of mine. Um, but we'll we'll draw on everything from everywhere to make sure we're telling interesting stories. Right. Now, do you guys have anything in the
2: works right now? Because
0: I see the two of you are together on
2: InstaStory
0: we a We do. We have a couple of projects that we've oh, been working very hard on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're hoping to get those off the ground
2: this year. Now, I do have one last question I want to ask you. Why did it take so damn long for The Tangle to come out? I'm not sure. You'll have to ask the
0: producers that
2: one. Unfortunately, okay. I have no power when it comes to that. Uh, okay. Now, for future artists, especially females that are probably may have been marginalised within the community or within the industry altogether? Because I have seen a couple of interviews where you have spoken about women's rights and equality and equal pay and things of that nature. What takeaways can you give to those aspiring young women today? Uh, I think
0: keep working at it. Find other supportive women, mentors, male or female, who can help help guide you through and protect you because it can be a bit cutthroat, it can be a bit full on, um, but if we can support each other and find those avenues together, we are stronger that way and I think we'll we'll get to the top by doing so.
2: And I thank you so much, Mr Silver, for everything and thank you for everything you've contributed to us and to Wentworth and for whatever else. Thank you.
1: Now, friend of the show, Danielle Kulmuk, was kind enough again to give us an interview. So let's hear from her. You're gonna really enjoy this one, I promise. What a smasher.
2: We have many special guests, but this one is the most special guest that I think. It is Miss Daniel Cormack, and she is at our very first Australian Screen Star events. So, hello, how are you?
4: Hi, Hannah, <laughs> hi everybody. Um, Yeah, so coming to you um, live and direct from Melbourne, just post an amazing event, the Screenstar event, the first one in Australia, and I've had a fantastic day. It's been wonderful. I'm glad. We spoke about many things. We told Daniel, unfortunately,
2: we daubed in Nicole because Dan was the one who was responsible for breaking her
4: wrist. So she told us not to tell her that, but... We're telling you that, and you already knew that anyway. So, but <laughs> I did. I remember getting a phone call from Nicole uh, in, at the airport after that big fight scene, and she was like, Oh my God, I feel like I've just been a fight club. And I was like, Yeah, and she goes, I'm so, so sore. I'm really, really bruised. And sore. I was like, Same. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and then I think uh, turned up to work the next week, and Nicole had a wrist um, guard on, and uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, she told us the same (laughs) way, just like that, and she thought it was so cool, actually. Mm. So she was very grateful that you did break her wrist, but she told us not to tell you that. So pretend you didn't hear that, okay? So other things I want to talk about. We did talk to her about the 411, and I would like to know, the last time I spoke to you about the 411, you had certain things
4: going on in production. Mm -hmm.
2: Has anything... uh, Progress. yeah.
4: It's it's you know like when you're doing when you're developing work, it's a very long, slow, arduous process. The process of contracts, and because we have a project that has been optioned, uh, that you know the option agreement uh, getting into the room because. Everyone has to make sure their asses are covered. Uh, so we've we're, and we've got a, a big pitch coming up soon. So we've got a couple more projects on our slate, but there is one that should be going to development soon, uh, and constantly looking for new work. So yeah. you know, interested in stories. Mm. You know, there is one thing actually. Just I am going to deviate for a second after doing this today. The the um convention the meet and greet today is, uh, and I had the opportunity to be really. Uh, close to a lot of people here today. You know, it was, it's, the thing about Screen Star events is they're very intimate. Uh, they're smaller, but they're more intimate. Uh, get the opportunity of hearing people's stories more, and just realising there's so many stories out in the world, and everyone has one. Everyone has one. And you know, for me, that's that's the beauty of these kinds of events is uh, that I get the I get access to people from all different walks of life uh, and, you know, they have access to me and we can and we can share our stories and, and that's, you know, it's so imperative for my work as well. Mm-hmm. So it's been great.
2: That's good. So is there any little tidbits you can screech out and tell us about that new little thing that's in the oh pipeline my or you can't God. talk about it? It's
4: a it's hard one when you haven't actually done the pitch, you, have, okay. you haven't pitched it yet. So, uh, okay. you know, uh, watch the space. And, of course, you know things have uh, taken a little bit more time to where you know, Cole and I still have very busy lifestyles, and she's been shooting TV. Sh- I mean, she's been so busy. She's um, Wonder Woman. She's been yeah. having a child and and doing TV shows, um, and and I've been doing lots of travel and and doing some other things as well. So, but you know, this year hopefully we should see some of those projects yeah. come to fruition. Mm-hmm. That's great. And like I said, we're we're pretty new. We're just starting out, so uh, getting you know things up and going. Um, yeah, we, we're still. You know, cutting our teeth as well, which is, you know, it's a joy, but also, you know, sometimes frustrating because of the time it takes uh, and also, uh, you know, just learning more every day. It's good. Yeah. Good, mm-hmm. good.
2: So I do want you guys to know that I am one of Miss Cormac's biggest fans, so I will pimp her out anytime <laughs> yeah. Anything that she has, I am there and I will support her. With that being said... She is directing a play with our special Robbie Magasiva, and I hope all of you guys know who he is. If you don't, his name is Will Jackson from Wentworth. He's one of the Screws, and they have a very interesting play that's coming in September.
4: Yeah, we start rehearsing... In August So we've got another event That Robbie's going to be attending as well In New Jersey And I'm going to be jumping back Straight back on that metal bird And flying directly to New Zealand To start rehearsals for that show With Robbie So uh, we rehearse for three weeks And then we preview at the end of August And then (coughs) early September will be (coughs) excuse me A three-week season So every um, So in September So is (coughs) it the first week of September Or the second week? Mm. It'll be um, premiering first
2: week. The first week, okay. We're in so uh, in Auckland, the Silo Airbnb. Theatre,
4: which is a fantastic independent theatre. They they uh, program very progressive work, a lot of indigenous work. Okay. But I took this play to them last year after I'd had a discussion with Robbie about the nature of of um, uh, the suicide rates in New Zealand, and I knew that he was wanting to get behind raising awareness around the movement there and and supporting suicide awareness. Uh, And so when I pitched the project to him, he was very generous in his response and and was up for the task of taking on the solo role Mm -hmm. in the play, which is called Every Brilliant Thing. And we will... um, be. I'm really looking forward to working with Robbie. He's an absolute delight as a co-worker, but even a more delightful human being. And I know that he's going to bring a lot to this project because I know it's very uh, dear to him. The, and also will be, I imagine, um, it'll be a very moving experience for him as well, and all of us involved.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, Mr. Socks actually had a play himself a couple of months back, And it dealt with uh, mental illness. Mm -hmm. So it's quite interesting that a lot of members from Wentworth that are interested in doing these things to bring awareness because society doesn't particularly care that Mm -hmm. much about mental illness. I mean, it's affecting the brain. The brain is actually an organ. And from the medical standpoint of view, a lot of people overlook that, but they don't realize that the brain is actually a very vital part Mm. of our body. And if it's not well then other parts of our body begin to degenerate. Mm. So I don't think people really understand that. And a lot of society and cultures feel that, you know, especially when you're male and you seem that you have a sensitive side to you, they seem to push that off and mm-hmm. put it around. So this is very good, especially from some, a strong male such as Robbie. Mm-hmm. To do something like that, I think it will probably open up a lot of doors and people will start having conversations.
4: I hope so, because I I definitely know in New Zealand, my homeland, that male suicide rates in particular are very, very high. Sadly so. And so whatever we can do to to help destigmatize mental health and depression and suicide and find ways to have that conversation so people don't feel such a pariah when they have that struggle because that's what happens. People feel incredibly alone so much that it's just too much to bear. Uh, and you know, thankfully by people bringing it to the fore in, in social conversation we're understanding more about it and we're understanding more about how to, to allay those fears surrounding it from people who are supporting people who uh, are going through that experience and, and more importantly, the people themselves who are. um, Yeah, so that's a very exciting and also it's going to be a very moving and important project. Mm, very good. And we're going to get to see your skills Great. outside of acting. Yeah, I know, as well. which I'm really excited about because I've actually just finished a, a film-intensive directing and filmmaking-intensive as well at, at After's, which is the Australian Film and Television School. So, yeah, I'm going to be... Um, my, my focus is more on the other side of the camera oh, okay. at the moment and the different ways that I can tell a story because beforehand it was about telling a story through my acting and now I think it's more a visual thing. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. So one last thing, because I know you're very busy, and <laughs> we, we had you all day to ourselves, and which we love, and we'd like to have it more. Oh, I've loved um, it more, I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure there'll be many more events coming up in Australia, so I hope all of you guys will come here who are our Aussie listeners and also our Kiwi listeners, too. Um, one last thing. You are now doing something called Cameo.
4: Can you tell us a little yes, bit about that? Yes, I yeah. know. My partner was like, have you seen Cameo? I was like, what are you talking about? That band word up from like the 80s? <laughs> yeah, we <love> I, <laughs> I was like, like that I know song. Cameo, I got this, I got it, I know exactly what Cameo is. Uh but yeah, Cameo is a is a platform where I think they get like D-grade actors <laughs> and I don't celebrities. Think so. <laughs> you can do shout-outs on it. And what's happened is and to be perfectly frank with you all, you know, like um, as an actor, I've you know I've had some amazing jobs and I've been employed for long periods of time, and I also haven't, so I need to find ways to keep the yeah, chickens on the table, yeah. as it were. <laughs> uh, you know, contrary to popular belief, not all actors. Are, you know, I've got houses in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. You know, it's still a struggle for me, and uh, and you know, I've I've had a particularly challenging couple of years. Uh, you know, and so I've had to find new ways to to spin the wheel. Um, But that having said that, I've also been more discerning about the roles I take as well. So, uh, and it does come in waves. You know, I I have every faith that, you know, that that there'll be a show that presents itself that I'll really want to be part of. Uh, But for the meantime, like I said, to to keep the kiddies from, (laughs) you know, starving, I have to find new ways to do that. But part of it, too, is being able to connect with people who are who want to and and you know for a small fee I get to uh, you know do a shout out whether it be anniversaries or Valentine's Day or birthdays or whatever but I've actually found it really it's a wonderful way to connect with people again and to uh, you know the amount of people have reached out to say hey uh, you know a friend of mine isn't doing very well right now or you know I've got my exams I just need to need a pep talk and I just feel like it's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it's not, for me, it's not just about um, the money either. It's that I get to reach out to people that, you know, feel like my voice or my, you know, my shout-out might help them have a happier day, which is always a lovely thing. So, yeah, I've been doing Cameo. Um, Yeah, hit me up on my website. No, what do you call it? On my Instagram or whatever. So they have to go to Cameo.com or do they have to go to your
2: Insta? No, I think it's, I think there's, I
4: think I've got a little thing on my Insta, but yeah, you can go to Cameo and look up my name and... Yeah, it's it's I mean it's it's a kind of a fun way and from what I can see, you know, if you've got someone a friend who's a big Wentworth fan or whatever, you know, they can just hit on it and you can I can give them a shout out and you can request whatever you want me to say as well. That's the beautiful thing. You can leave a message and, you know, say this is what I want you to say.
2: Now, is there a time frame? that you're supposed to speak or do you? Oh, have, I like, don't. Minute no, I just, I
4: just ramble like, on. I'm just like blah, 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 blah. Sometimes to the point that I've actually got nothing to say and then I still manage to say stuff.
2: <laughs> that sounds like you. That's great. So you guys heard that. So if you want to go and get your famous B words or if you want to hear something from Lulu or anybody <laughs> yeah. else, go to Daniel Cormack's. Insta bio, and you click on the link, and you can find out many different ways that you can contact her and have her contact you. Right. So with that
4: being said, thank you so much Miss Cormack, I really thanks, appreciate Hannah, it's having So great yeah. and Thanks to all the slot listeners You guys are all, I'm so profoundly amazed that there's still so much support for the show, but also me and all the other actors on the show that have been part of the show that continue to be and also have been previously You know, this show uh, Whether I'm in contact with a lot of the actors and creatives on the show and this show has really left an indelible mark on most people that have worked on the show okay. So, um, you know and it, it means so much to everyone, not just on my behalf, but I really can speak on everyone else's behalf. Really. So, thanks. Thank you. You heard it here first on the slot. See you later.
1: I would cut that out, but I feel like I won't leave it. <laughs> Okay, but I'm sure it was lovely, but can we get back to Bernard now, please?